What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Real Estate Investing Fast Track, formerly known as Pave the Way Podcast. I'm your host, Greg Helbeck, and on this show, you are gonna learn exactly how to be successful as a real estate investor. It doesn't matter if you're brand new or if you've done dozens and dozens of deals. This is a podcast you're gonna be able to listen to that's gonna give you actionable, specific advice on how to be successful within real estate investing. I'm gonna interview top-notch real estate investors each and every week, and there's also gonna be some content that is just gonna be me telling you exactly about my journey and how I've went from a broke kid starting out to a million dollar real estate investor. So if you wanna learn how to be successful investing in real estate, this is the show to listen to, and I'm looking forward to being able to serve you at a high level. All right, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to this episode of the podcast or YouTube channel, depending on where you're watching this. My name is Greg Helbeck. If you're not familiar with me, I'm a millionaire real estate investor. I've been doing this business for almost eight years now. And the goal of this podcast is to be helpful, or the goal of this YouTube channel, depending on where you're watching this, is to be helpful and share the knowledge that I've learned in my throughout my experience so far with you so you can take this and apply it in your business. So today I'm going to talk about, in the continuation of our direct mail series, uh, the direct mail piece, like the like, postcards versus letters, what's better, what's worse. And the first thing I'll say about that is that direct mail has been one of my best deal channels, period, to date. Like it's been one of our staples that we've grown our business with. It's consistent, it's predictable. You can pick who you wanna target. And generally speaking, the leads are much better quality because they're calling you versus you calling them. Yes, you do get a lot of people who are angry you mailed them, but when you get past those people, you know the people who actually wanna sell are pretty good leads. So at the end of the day, the list that you mail and the consistency is a lot more important than what you send the actual seller, right? The mail piece can have some impact, but at the end of the day, if you're using a mail house that has proven mail pieces like open letter marketing, for example, those pieces work, right? So anything you're going to send from them is, is, is on the website for a reason because it works. So you don't got to overthink the mail piece. I wouldn't customize it. I wouldn't try to become a creative copywriter and write some slick sales message. I would just use the templates on whatever mail house you want to use. I personally like using open letter marketing. If you wanted to try them out, use the coupon code Greg at checkout and you'll get 5% off. Shameless plug there. But at the end of the day, like if you're doing direct mail, the list and the consistency is way more important than the actual mail piece you're sending. If you just use the templates on the mail house, you know, they're going to work. They're going to bring calls in and they're going to bring leads and deals. So that's the most important thing. Now let's actually get into postcards versus letters. So my advice to people is that if you have a small list, like I'm calling sub 4,000 people, Try to send them letters first because generally speaking, the letters should boost a higher response rate, which means you're going to get more calls. Because if you're sending a small list postcards, you might not get, and the key there is might, not get the type of calls you could get if you get letters, which would mean that you wouldn't get as many leads as you possibly could get, right? So if you have a list under 4,000, I would test letters first and see how many calls you get. And then if you test the letters for a while and you're using like sending like 4,000 pieces, and you're getting a certain response rate consistently after some mailing cycles, then at that point, I would test postcards out with that same list of around 4,000 and see if there's a big drop off in response. And if there's not, I would just flip over to using postcards at that point if the response rate's the same because ultimately it's going to be cheaper, right? So action step number one is if you're doing a list that's 4,000 or smaller, do it with letters first, see the calls, see the responses. And then if you're getting consistent responses, I would then test out postcards and see if it drops a lot. And if it doesn't, if it's similar, then can, then just go with postcards because you know at that point you're going to get the same response at a lower cost. So now when, when does it come to like using actual postcards? So if you're mailing people, I would say 4,000 or greater, probably realistically five to 6,000 or greater, I would actually start with postcards 
and see what kind of response rate you're getting and see what kind of calls you're getting. And if you're getting a decent response rate, you know, in direct mail, like anywhere from 0.003 to 0.009 is, is pretty much the standard now, which is like less than 1%. That's just the reality of where direct mail is in current 2023 standards. Back when I started, it was like one, two, sometimes 3%, depending on what you were doing. And those days are well over. And I don't think they're coming back for a while because direct mail is just more competitive. But if you're mailing a bigger list, I would start with postcards and just see what kind of response rate you're gonna get because that's just gonna be expensive if you do letters and if you're mailing postcards to a list that's let's call it bigger than 6,000 because in between four and five thousand in between four and six thousand is kind of like purgatory when it comes to like deciding what you want to send at that point if you're getting good calls from the postcards I would continue with the postcards and if you're really not getting the calls that you're expecting it might be a list issue but in order to troubleshoot that you'd want to then send a letter and if you get way more calls with a letter then yeah, there you go. But my general advice is if it's a smaller list, sub 4,000, start with letters, use letters, see the calls, and then throw postcards in the mix and see if there's a big difference. But if you're going off with a list over 6,000 to begin with, I would just start with postcards. And the only way I would switch over to letters if you're not getting the calls you want to get from the postcards. So generally speaking, to wrap it all together here, the list that you mail and the consistency that you mail at is way more important than the mail pieces. I would recommend you use the mail pieces on the mail houses that are out there. I like to use open letter marketing. Once again, use the coupon code Greg, G-R-E-G -E at checkout. You'll save 5% on your order. And that's really direct mail. It's a matter of consistency, a great list, good strategy. And then the mail piece is probably the last thing you'd want to consider working on. But just get something out the door. And the key here with direct mail, I'll end on this note, is it's all about trying off the bat and getting data in. You gotta spend the money and send the mail to get the data back, like the calls, to determine what changes you need to have. But don't let like, I don't know what postcard to use or whatever to be the reason why you're not doing direct mail. So hopefully this was helpful. If it was helpful, review the show, subscribe on YouTube, like the video. If you want to JV a wholesale deal, happy to do that. Or if you're a wholesaler and you want to just wholesale me a property, if the numbers make sense, I'll buy it. So send me an email, greg at velocityhousebuyers.com or send me a message on Instagram at grego underscore 37. I hope you got value from this podcast and I'll see you on the next one. Thank you for listening to an episode of the Real Estate Investing Fast Track. I hope you got a lot of value from this specific episode. And there are a few takeaways that you're able to gather from this to implement in your business so you can be a more successful real estate investor. So if you did get value from the show, if you could do me a favor and leave me a review on iTunes, it would really mean a lot to me. That's how we keep growing the show and getting great guests is because people see the reviews. They see that we have a high quality show and they want to contribute as a guest. So that would be great. Also, if you got value, if you could share the show on social media, that would be great because that is how people see this besides the reviews. So once again, if you did get value, if you could do me a favor and leave me a review on iTunes and share the show on social media, it would really mean a lot to me and I'll see you on the next episode.